0: Hey guys, TLC is back for another episode. This time we'll be talking about transgenderism. Oh boy. This is a pretty touchy topic for lots of people. I've seen that firsthand. However, my opinion on this may be a little different from some other conservatives, or at least what you're used to hearing that conservatives think about transgenderism and transgender people. Essentially, my stance on this is that transitioning should be a choice made with a very high age requirement, not like 90 years old, but it's higher than drinking or driving, probably around 30 as an age requirement, 30 years old. And I will explain my logic right now. My logic with this is that if someone wanted to transition, they should at least have the mental capacity to understand what they're doing to themselves. Now, I don't personally agree with that choice. I think that that's a very bad choice to make. I think that it has a lot of consequences. I think it's not rooted in logic itself, or not rooted, but more rooted in a drastic emotional decision that someone makes, a rash decision. I'll get more into that later. However, if they do decide to do it, it should be a decision that I make with the capacity to understand the full extent and full consequences of this decision honestly i feel like most conservatives when they're asked for this will come out like it's a mental issue and then that's i don't i don't like that approach even though it it for a lot lot of cases it is some kind of mental ill issue maybe mental illness like or maybe but when you say that when that's the first thing you come out with that they yeah they have a mental illness that it causes people to get defensive it causes people to shut down And you don't want that because then even if you won, if they shut down, even if you won the argument logically, you've lost in the long run because you haven't changed anybody's mind. You're just still both polarized and will never agree on the issue. My main biggest point, like that I will repeat all throughout this video for the rest of my career as a conservative podcaster and for the rest of my life is that this should never, ever, ever, ever be a thing. That children should do. No minors should be doing this. Nobody under thirty years old. So that includes like twenty-year-old adults, but like I feel nobody under thirty should do this, and definitely nobody under eighteen or twenty-one. Like, how can you be doing gender-affirming care? They call it, but really, it's it's like having vasectomies and and vasectomies and all kinds of crazy surgeries. That will change your body forever and pumping yourself full of chemicals when you haven't... You can't even drink yet. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. You should not be allowed to transition as a minor. It's ridiculous. It's a decision that has long-lasting consequences that lots of people, even adults, especially adults these days, will have trouble understanding, have trouble working with, especially hormonal teenagers. I am a hormonal teenager. I would know when i'm feeling like very emotionally charged about something it tends not to be the most logical decision usually not the best decision anyway we will get to this again later next point the trans movement is founded on a lie and not just the men can be women, women can be men lie, because that's biologically untrue, And they're like, oh no, sex and gender are different, yada yada yada, okay, who cares, whatever. They're gonna say all that stuff. We, we know men can be men only, women can be women only, they can't switch, men can't get pregnant, women can't have a wiener, sausage... But the lie I'm talking about is different. It's possibly even a worse lie than this. People who come to the transgender movement, who come to these gender clinics and places, they're depressed, they're upset, they think that they're ugly, they think that they're monsters, they think something's wrong with them, their body is wrong. They're trapped inside their own body. Like, that's what they say, right? They say that they're a girl trapped in a boy's body, a boy trapped in a girl's body. They feel trapped inside of their own body. They're not well emotionally, mental health-wise. That they're not doing great because they're suffering from some kind of mental condition. They're not. We're not. Nobody's saying they're insane, but they They're not doing well emotionally. But. They come here to these people and they say, I'm ugly, I'm disgusting, I'm a freak. And then the gender-affirming care specialists say, yes. Yes, you're ugly. Yes, you're a freak. Let's go do surgery to fix you. <laughs> what? Like, nobody ever points that out, but that's what this is. Like, it's it's not about making people happy if it was about making them happy then you would try to let them be happy in their own bodies you wouldn't tell them to do life altering surgery behind all of the rainbows all of the talk about accepting and affirming really the message is no you're not good enough there's something wrong with you come to us we'll fix it we'll surgically cut out the bo- your bo- own body parts and replace it with something else and that'll fix you like what like the, no nobody sees anything wrong with this it's sick it's dark it's demonic and the truth is that this is the real message behind the movement if their goal is to make a society where people are happy with the gender they get at birth then why on earth would they try to get people to change it like it doesn't make any sense This has never been about affirming anything. It's a a cash grab, first of all, because gender, gender reassignment surgery is very lucrative. And it's also just a societal attack on not only men, but also women. I'll get into that in a second. But the final point I have to make is that the trans activists are wrong. They're wrong. And the reason they're wrong is that every person is beautiful. Nobody has to change themselves to be beautiful or to be correct. Because we're all made in God's image. And I know some people don't want to hear the God stuff, but I think, I think it's important to say, and even besides that, if you don't believe in God or you don't believe in the Christian God, you, are you going to say that everybody is not beautiful, everybody's not worthy of life Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that you should be attracted to every single person. I'm not attracted to every single person. But every single person has beauty and value. Just like all of creation has beauty and value. All of nature has beauty and value. That all has beauty and value. We can't just destroy ourselves or, like, tear ourselves up like they have people doing. Especially children doing every single person is beautiful, and they deserve respect. Again, I'm not saying that every single person is, like, sexually attractive. I'm not saying that we should be perfectly kind and nice to every single person, no matter what they do to us. Of course, there are times when we have to defend ourselves against people. There are times that maybe we have to split off of a toxic toxic relationship. The idea here that I'm proposing is one of the oldest American ideals, actually. It's the concept that I don't have to agree with what you're saying, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. And that's a First Amendment thing, technically speaking, but it's similar to what I'm saying in the way that every single person has value. I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to agree with your choices, with the things you've done, but I will fight for you to be accepted and respected as a human being because every single person deserves respect as a human being. So no, you don't need to pump your body full of chemicals, you don't need to cut out your organs, and you don't need to change yourself in any way to be beautiful. That's the reason when, like, you know, when most people, well, not most people, honestly, most people, or at least many people feel kind of disgusted by some of the things the trans community do. And I'm also disgusted by some of the things that they do. But, like, a lot of people feel disgusted by generally them overall. I usually feel more pitiful for them. Like, it's not sarcastic, caustic, or, like, mocking pity, but real, genuine pity. Because, I mean, these people just want a place to belong, and they were tricked to, and lied to, and we used them as a spectacle. Some kind of, like, as if we were back in the 1800s, we watched them in one of those old circuses. They're, like, they're, like, basically, they're basically the, like, um, what they got, the modern-age circus freaks. That's what they've become. That's what society has turned them into, and it's sad. Because now the circus grounds are just TikTok. And that transgender is not the only disorder that's plaguing that psychotic place. All kinds of mental orders run rampant and we just give them likes and internet clout instead of offering them help. That's not how the world, that's not how any kind of functioning society is supposed to work. Obviously there are the people in the trans movement, usually the higher level activists, the... Head honchos. they're the ones who are the egotistical maniacs and believe that they can do whatever they want as long as it makes them happy. But most of them are just normal people who've been lied to, baited, and given a false sense of security and thought that they could be in this community where they belonged. They thought they could find friends, thought they could find people that were like them. They were scared. They were alone, and that's the situation we're living in right now. Like, this is where we are. This is the situation we're living in. And the only way we get out of this is with God's help. I'm not saying, like, oh, the friends people are coming for us. They're going to take us over. I mean, women's sports, they're kind of taking over a little bit. We'll get into that later again. But, like, they need help. These people need our help and I don't say that in some like high and mighty way but they they need help they're looking for help that's why they got that's why they got those weird surgeries they were looking for a place to belong we need to change hearts and minds to win this and the only way we do that is through god and the way to change the most hearts and minds is to have a welcoming forgiving and peaceful stance towards those who have transitioned and remind them that in fact they do belong because they belong in the human race which is the chosen race the chosen people of god and all created in god's image and i don't know why i'm giving a sermon inside of my basement at nine o'clock at night but this is what I'm doing in this episode. So you're going to have to live with it. Anyway. So, basically, towards those who are not the ones who religion, but the activists who know very well what they're doing, or even the activists who don't really know what they're doing, but they're still, you know, still very, very for this, without really fully understanding, we do have to stand against them. Obviously, we're not in any kind of confrontational way, but... We have to be able to defend ourselves against them if they were to confront us, or if they were to conf- be act confrontational towards us. which they tend, I'll tell they tend to do a lot. For example, all of the protests about with uh, Matt Walsh and people have been arrested already. Matt Walsh's uh, "What Is Woman" tour is going on. That's that's what I'm referring to, not just his him. Though I mean, obviously his presence causes lots of lefties to go crazy, but I mean that whole "What Is Woman" tour him going around talking about his movie has caused a lot of aggression in the trans community because they feel like they're being attacked and that's what i'm saying people feel like they're being attacked all the time so we can't like say stuff that would push that feeling more or else they're never going to open themselves up to change but still we do have to stand strong against proponents of gender ideology so that we can defend the people who may be more susceptible to it may not exactly understand what they're going into until they have the full capacity to understand the choice and make it for themselves now another weird thing about the transgender movement is that it's actually split up the feminist movement now normally anything that pisses off feminists is like hilarious to me but this is a different story Honestly, transgenderism has gone as far as to essentially dismantle womanhood itself, since nobody can even identify what a woman is anymore. And you might say, oh no, a TLC, that's not true. They're not trying to dismantle womanhood, they just want to be women too. You know, you're you're just attacking trans people. That's something I never really understood. I know I said the whole thing about we should be more civil. We should not start with mental illness stuff before they take it, and then they say, oh yeah... They twist your word and they say, Yeah, they're attacking us. They're saying we're all freaks or something like that. Like, no, I'm not saying that. And then the other, th- but even like beyond that, they always come up with the thing of trans genocide or killing off trans people. Like, nobody is going around killing trans people. At least no large, like, influential conservatives are going around literally murdering trans people. And none of them are saying you don't exist either. We're saying you're people that exist. They're just saying you're not really a woman if you're a guy. Like, that's not so bad to say, is it? <laughs> like, I'm not really white. I'm also not really black. I'm also not really five years old. I'm also not really 65 years old. Like, you know, it's that that's, you can't. We're just saying a fact it's not a genocidal attack on you or any of your people. Anyway, moving on. The two examples I have of trend, the transgender movement kind of coming in and slipping into the feminist movement and kind of like stabbing it from the inside are males in, men and women's sports and Ulta Beauty. The second one might confuse you more than the first, and we'll get into both. So, the first one. Did I crack my knuckles for a little bit? because I need to make sure I can defend myself when the angry feminists come crawling in. Men that train in the exact same way as women are going to be more physically fit than the women are because we have more testosterone. Fair? Fair. Even the New York Times agrees with that. So men in women's sports, when they're participating in the same division, is not a good idea. Because they naturally have A stronger biology Than women do Leah Thomas is a great example We all know who he is by now But if you don't, he's a transgender swimmer A college double swimmer Who was a guy Transed into a girl And then suddenly became An incredible superstar There are many others though Such as Laurel Hubbard And Cece Tiffler. Teffler telfer Telfer I'm sorry I can't say that name that's like yeah that's a six letter word why can't I okay, Telfer? that's how you say it anyway Hubbard is a weightlifter Telfer is a runner both of them are incredibly successful in women's sports however is just as is the case with Leah Thomas they were originally low level male athletes I say they were like horrible but I mean they were pretty low in the bracket and then magically, when they go into women's sports, they're top level. Like, even with Teflor being part of an Olympic uh, prospect team. So, yeah. Not said Tefler's going to the Olympics, but like he's one of the he is. The, it's a he he's a prospect for the Olympics. Like I'm not gonna use she to describe a dude. I'm sorry, like that's just weird. I'll use whatever name you want. Like I'll still call you Cz, but you're just a dude. Like just admit it. It's on the hard. Just say you, you're a dude. It's fine. Anyway, the herein lies the issue: Should biological males be allowed to compete against biological females? The obvious answer is no. Because males have clear physical advantages. And as I said again, even the New York Times agrees with me, but when in their article they tried to shove it off as an inconsequential advantage by putting out that Leah Thomas only received fifth place overall at the NCAA Championships. That's a swimming competition. What they failed to mention was that Leah as Thomas, as I said before, was a drastically, drastically low swimmer. He was probably one of the worst level swimmers in the Male Division, which is a little different from the other trans guys who were like just lowerish, I believe, but he was like, like he was bad. Like he, he was he wasn't he was not great. But then when he transitioned into a woman, he's suddenly like hitting fifth, top five, like from twenty second. That's pretty nice. That's a pretty pretty nice jump. The other part that they unfortunately failed to mention is that Thomas actually tied. For fifth place, he did not just get her place; he tied for it, and the girl who tied with him could only pose with a sixth place trophy. Now, usually, if someone even like lightly brushes by a woman, the feminists are already at their throats, screaming for their blood. But in this case, when a woman was actually oppressed and by a man, the feminists are magically silent. Just like when a trans UFC fighter beat a woman into the ground and nearly shattered her skull on live TV. The feminists were dead silent. Besides like JK Rowling, but nobody even likes her. So yeah, that's cool. This is why I, I agree with what some people say is that the transgender movement is essentially just a new misogyny. Like that's what it is it's misogyny 2.0 and i'm not saying that to just smear my opponents as misogynist that would make me leftist but the idea that transgender women who are really men take precedence over biological women is kind of the definition of misogyny because you're putting men over women like that's literally what they're doing here the next example is the weird one ulta beauty so basically Ulta Beauty released a new podcast about girlhood or womanhood. I forget. I think it's like the beauty of girlhood or something like that. I'm going to look it up really quick just to confirm the name. Listen to the keyboard ASMR for a second. wow wow that's kind of sad it didn't even it didn't even get off the ground Ulta Beauty apparently tried to portray the band as being the brand as being all inclusive by posting a clip of a transgender woman discussing her feminine goals and achievements his feminine goal and achievements but the internet is calling it an epic fail and critical fans are calling for a boycott Ulta Post and Outra her for an upcoming episode of the company's podcast The Beauty of ah okay. hosted by David Lopez who is also transgender. Oh my. In the episode, transgender woman Dylan Mulvaney discussed the pride he, not a she, it's a dude, felt in being able to have a family and be be mom, it's supposed to be BL mom. Okay, but the clip seems to have completely backfired, and now is facing heavy backlash and light. Well, he's not he's not a mom. He's a dad, I guess. I don't know. It's just weird. You have a dad who, like, who dresses up as a girl, who thinks he's a girl, thinks he's a woman. Actually, like, I can't keep up with these people, man. I think I heard of this guy from, like, something else. I don't remember. I think he was, like, a speaker at some woman's event, too, which is just weird, man. It's like... Critics said Mulvaney was appropriating womanhood and using the Alta brands as a means of attaining the femininity they can't. They allege that he can't rightfully lay claim to as a transgender person. That's very fair. Because, you know, like, you, you, why? Why, why do people have to do this? It's not. Ulta like, is really stupid, man. Like, it was the same thing with, uh, who's his face? With Victoria's Secret, where they tried to be like, yeah, we like trans people. Cool! Who cares? So do the rest of us. We just don't want to see men wearing makeup. Like, I mean, well, no, not that we don't want to see men wearing makeup. I mean, we don't want to you can do if you want. We don't want to see men wearing makeup as the standard for makeup. Like, the makeup is made for women. The products are made for women. Men can use the men's products. That ultimate, sure. But why are you advertising and for a thing about girlhood, it's a podcast between two men? What? <laughs> Out of all of the like whatever ways, like so, it's it's fifty-one percent. There are seven billion people. Okay, so there are seven billion people in the world. So that's fifty-one percent of seven billion. Let's see this. Let's see this. Let's see this. So seven. I gotta turn the phone around so that it has the long thing with the most more powerful calculator. Seven billion people. Fifty-one percent of that. So out of the 3.75 billion people that are on the planet that are women that you could have picked to talk about girlhood, David Lopez invites another dude so that the podcast about episode about womanhood for Ulta Beauty, about girlhood, is a conversation between two guys. And let's be honest, transgender women tend to kind of caricature womanhood a little bit. Like, that sounds mean. But it's it's kind of true. They do tend to be like overly girly because they don't actually they aren't actually a woman, so they feel that they have to do something extra or be extra to like make up for the fact that they aren't actually a woman. And so yes, yes they have appropriated womanhood. Women, you're being erased have fun with that like this is as I've said before literally the new misogyny they're putting these transgender men in front of women this is like this is exactly how it was like you guys love to talk about the 1950s which is I don't know why you guys like talk about 1950s don't even talk about the 1950s because you're stupid the 1950s were not when all this stuff about like that you say like cult of domesticity uh, that kind of stuff was around that was 1850s (laughs) need these you guys had voting rights for 30 years and could do pretty much anything you wanted. Uh, women I'm talking to. Well, I mean mo- most women know this most smart women know this and understand this already. It's just the dumb feminists that don't. point is you guys are talking about putting you guys back in the past when men control this was what men did during those times like the cult of domesticity, for anyone who don't doesn't know was like this pamphlet written up by men explaining how women should act and men defined what womanhood was back then they 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 gave definitions of what it what it was how it should be how women should act what it what it meant to be a woman like (laughs) so this is just what's happening now like that's literally what's going on right there it's two men Explaining what it means to be a girl, what girlhood means. <laughs> what? And nobody sees this. They're just like, yeah, cool, like, okay. Or they're or they're like, Yes, trans rights. Like this? No. I mean, yes, for trans rights, everybody every American citizen deserves rights. Every person deserves rights. But 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 you guys aren't losing any rights. Nobody wants to take away your rights. We just want to let normal women have rights, too. Like, nobody's taking away any right from you. Even the Women's March, which is supposed to be some kind of powerful stand for women's rights, has basically just turned into a transgender march with a side of crazy screaming pro-aborts. And since the women have pretty much fallen, unless we want to depend on J.K. Rowling to save us from aggressive trans ideology... We need the men to step up. Please. I'm a random kid recording a podcast from my basement while simultaneously suffering through the junior year of high school. I know that somewhere out there in this country, there are men who have more time, money, and resources than I do, and can probably help more than I can. But you guys need to step up. If you don't, then our society is going to fall further and further and further into the trans rabbit hole until we're completely consumed by all the crazy lies that spreads. Men are supposed to be the protectors of the family. We're supposed to be the strong ones. We're supposed to defend our family from danger. And we've already failed to protect most of the women. Like, let's be honest, all of the crazy screaming feminists, I don't think that they they don't, don't... They, they don't look very protected from the trends ideology and psychotic psychotic stuff that they're being fed all the time <sighs> even so I'm not saying that men all women need have men to protect them but like like th- th- this is what happens when you guys want to be left on your own to run the place like the th- th- <laughs> abortion and transgenderism because i'm sorry but transgenderism is the ugly child of feminism like and then you guys you guys think you can just get rid of it by yourselves you can't you need our help because you guys will argue for hours and hours and hours on about what a woman is how to define gender but you see we men we like simple definitions for things we like we like simplicity we're simple creatures so we can just we, we can accept a woman is someone with two is a human being with two X chromosomes. that is a female. A woman is an adult human female. like we we, we can work with that. That's cool. Simple sentence. like that that's fine. We don't need any more than that. We don't need to go into all the nuances. we can we can deal with the simple concrete definition and you guys you guys can't do that obviously because the only one-on-one you that's cool with the simple definition is jk rowling and then anyone who agrees with her you guys have already sent into the fire as turfs and i didn't even know what that meant like a week ago it's for those of you who don't know because you didn't decide to look into <laughs> feminist Ideology here, like intersectional feminism. A turf is a trans excluding radical feminist, which basically means you're a feminist in every regard, except you just don't think that men should be allowed to be in women's locker rooms. So then now you're not a feminist, you're some kind of loser, traitor to the cause. Like, I don't know, this is why. It's, no, feminism bad the feminism used to be great and now it's turned into something completely psychotic and it's not just the feminists that we failed to protect we've also failed to protect a lot of girls like young girls girls are consistently more likely to take do gender reassignment surgery than boys are consistently more likely sometimes very much more likely depending on where you go I mean, numbers vary across places, but they're always more likely to do it. And the number of people who have chosen to transition that are between 13 and 17 years old has risen over the last few years and will only continue to rise unless something is done about it. Again, these are people who lack self-esteem, they feel worthless, ugly, out of place in their bodies, and they're lured into a rash decision that they will never be able to undo. This is why no child should ever, ever, ever be allowed to take puberty blockers or become trans. First thing, puberty blockers, like the, the medicine they use for those, is the same thing they use to chemically castrate pedophiles. Like, can, can we have a little, please, something a little lighter if you're going to give that to children? <sighs> Next point. This movement is sexual in its nature, should not be sold to children. It's it's about sex. Like that's what this thing is about. It's about changing your sex. And all the freaky stuff about public school teachers telling kids about sex, talking about trans being trans and showing them porn. I don't want to know your gender. I don't care at all. And if you want to show little children all kinds of disgusting pornographic images, you should not be a teacher. You should be in therapy, jail, or both. Because you're clearly a pedophile. (sighs) Just a few points to close it up. In terms of all of the LGBTQ plus A, B, C, D, E, F, G, multiplication, sign, exclamation point, whatever I look at, but I don't, I don't, I don't care about gays. I have nothing against gays. I have nothing against anyone who just doesn't want to, um, you know, have, what's the word? Have sex with someone from the opposite gender. They want to have sex with someone from the same gender. I don't care. I don't care. I don't agree with it, but I don't care if you do it because if that's your choice, that's how you want to live. Cool. Transgenderism is something different because people are trying to bring children into it. Stop. Stop doing that. That's very bad. Don't do that. Please. These do not make children, or not make them make decision, but you very much push them to, de- to the decision. It's like if you blindfold someone and push them to the edge of a cliff and then they walk off. Well, you didn't push them off the cliff. They walked off themselves, but like, you know, you, you set them up pretty well to do it. That, that, this is what's go- That's an analogy of what's going on here. People should never go through these intense surgical measures to brutally reform their body. Because God has made everybody to be beautiful. And everybody is in his image. So you don't need to change. It's okay. It's fine. If people will just see how amazing they are. Then they would have no reason to want to transition. I'm not saying everybody's is perfect. But nobody is so messed up. That they need to tear themselves apart. And then stuff it back in. In some weird messed up version. To be good. Like nobody. Nobody needs that. It's okay. You don't need to go to those lengths. We need to preach that message. The message that people are made in God's image. They don't need to change. You don't need to be to go through surgery or pump yourself full of chemicals. If we preach that message, the God's image message that every that humans are good because they were created in God's image, then I think people will be able to start to see the truth for themselves. I think I think it'll be good. Anyway, thanks for listening again, guys. If you want to learn more about gender ideology and some of the kind of sus things happening in that field, because there are a good few of them, I'd recommend watching Matt Walsh's What is a Woman or Candace Owens' The Greatest Lie Ever Sold, those are both good documentaries, you need to buy Daily Wire, subscription to do it, Yada yada yada. it's a good subscription though, I mean worth more than Disney Plus. Basically, there's quite a bit hidden under the surface of the trans movement, now I'm not saying that like every trans person is some kind of evil Russian spy or something like that. But the actual people at the top are doing a lot of a lot of pretty messed up stuff. From gay porn books marketed to kids to secret BLM donations. The people behind the trans movement and their more psychotic activists are deep in all kinds of demonic stuff that I hope we as a culture, as one human race, and as Americans can decide is wrong and should not be marketed to people. And especially not to children. <sighs> Remember, you can always contact me at teenage. No, not at that. You can always contact me at teenage latino conservative dot, at gmail.com. That's teenage latino conservative at gmail.com. Don't worry, I will eventually have social media presence. That's, gonna, that's coming soon. It's a work in progress. <laughs> but until then, You definitely email me to ask any questions, suggest anything for episodes, or give any feedback at all. All feedback is appreciated. It would be awesome. Thanks, and I will see you guys next week. Stay strong. TLC, out.